Hello everyone, welcome back to a mid-season break episode because it's our birthday! Well, it's not our birthday until tomorrow, but I'm recording it a day in advance so I can get it out tomorrow on the podcast birthday. Um, so yeah, the podcast is up and running a year. Like, where has that year gone? Like... When I think back to this time last year and where I was compared to where I am now, a lot can happen in a year, guys. A fucking lot can happen. Um, but I wouldn't change any of it for the world. Um, I know there hasn't been as many episodes as I thought there would have been a year in. But I think that's the whole point as well because as I was, I suppose, progressing the podcast, I kind of learned that I didn't want to just put episodes out there for the sake of putting them out and having this like let's say obviously by tomorrow 52 episode podcast already out um and let's say half of them being absolute shite and not making sense or not being good quality and that's what I wanted to bring to this podcast was good quality information hence why I think we only have about 23 episodes I think it is or maybe this is the 23rd I'm not 100% sure um but anyways, we're back for one episode only though. Um, the reason being is, like I said, tomorrow is the podcast's birthday or today if you're listening. And um, yeah, I just wanted a little catch up, see how things are. Um, I'm feeling the mood to get back out there a little bit. Um, I've been doing a lot kind of behind the scenes a little as well, hence why I've been taking a break and just enjoying life I suppose um so last time we spoke was a few months ago let's say January and I think I'd done I'd done Reiki level one so I'd done that back in October finished my cacao training courses and I was just kind of a lot was coming up I was learning new things and I wasn't ready to share what I had learned because I was still trying to integrate it myself um so yeah but as of yesterday so Sunday I am officially a fully qualified Reiki practitioner I am so so happy like it's mad if anyone follows me on Instagram and they see my post like this time last year I had gotten my mock results for repeating the Irish leave insert and now today a year later I'm a Reiki practitioner I'm sitting here looking at my cert on the on the wall there and I'm like mental and it was around this time two years ago I got my first Reiki session off Liz McCormick um so yeah it's just it's crazy um but I couldn't be any more grateful and I definitely feel like this is my purpose um so yeah so as a lot of you may know um I'm moving to Canada um the end of May I'm going alone I'm uh my friend did live over there for a bit and she decided to come home then back in November now when I'd originally planned to go over Amy was planning on going to Australia that girl changes her mind like the absolute weather so I I, I saw this coming lads I'm not gonna lie um but she knows that herself and then she said she was gonna stick around for another summer so I got kind of got comfortable my visa got approved. So I was like, oh my God, yay, bestie summer together, blah, blah, blah. And then November, she came home for a visit. And I was like, no, I think I'm ready to come home permanently. So I was like, oh, shit balls. Um, now, don't get me wrong. 
I know and I knew I was ready. I felt called back to Canada for a reason. Um, although the last few weeks I have been an emotional wreck because it's hit me that I'm leaving, that I'm going alone. Um, I know of people over there, um, which I'm sure we all know is a lot different to actually going over to someone that like you know a while. So I'm basically starting a whole new life, new friends, new job, things like that. And after getting so comfortable in the last, I'd say, six months coming back, making new friends, meeting new people, forming unbelievable connections with some people, and it's the fear of not losing them because I do believe the right connections will stay if those people are meant to be in your life. And like I always say, it takes two to tango. So once both people on either side of the friendship or let's say if you're in a relationship with someone, once the effort is put in on both sides and is like, especially with time difference, I don't see why the connection would dissipate. Like connect distance doesn't matter over with connections like when I think of me and Amy we facetimed like once or twice a week but we spoke nearly every day and like we're literally best friends still do you know what I mean so I suppose in the back of my head I have that in mind with my friends and stuff and family obviously is inevitable and family is family I'll always be talking to them but yeah um so I'm not saying life is tough, it's just it's hard to look forward to it as much as I'd like to when I'm still in my head a bit about being upset about going. Um, but I know it's what I need to do. I know it's imperative for me to go on the next stage of my growth journey. Um, I know I'll be back though. Um, I am a homebird at heart. Ireland is my happy place. Being around family is my happy place. Um, so. I will be coming back um, and I do plan on settling in Ireland as well. But I'm only going 26, so that's a while away. Um, I suppose as well, like with moving away, you kind of have to think like you need to do these things for yourself before you start to settle down because if you get into a relationship with someone, then you'll regret it and you'll later then resent them. And... You don't want to start off in a relationship resenting someone or later down the line resenting someone and then the relationship not working out because you resent them and you're always arguing, you're always fighting. And like, I do firmly believe that, let's say for argument's sake, you meet someone before you go. If that connection is supposed to be their one, first of all, the person will wait on you. Second of all, they'll probably respect you more for doing what it is you want to do. They'll probably admire you more. They'll probably find you a fucking hell of a lot more attractive. And like I said, if it's meant to be, the connection will stay. And then sure, if you do plan on coming home, they'll be there or you never know, they might end up going over to you. Life's a mystery. Who knows what could happen? Um. So yeah, I do firmly believe that I think in your younger years, you need to be selfish but being selfless at the same time and do what it is you need to do for yourself. Um, the right people will come to you. The right people will respect and support you. And that's all you need in life. Um, like when I think of doing Reiki the weekend, a lot of my friends aren't really into meditating or aren't really into Reiki and same with my family and stuff like that. 
But every single one of them texts me the night before and the morning of saying best of luck because they know how passionate I am. It was like, best luck, you're going to do amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you and all. Text me throughout the day. How did you get on with Reiki? Things like that. And I firmly believe if you have support of encouraging and loving people in your life that support you, especially with things that they're not into, but they're open to learn about, let's say, you've won. You have won in life and that is all you need. Anyone that puts you down or criticizes or diminishes you for following your passion, following your dreams and doing what it is you want to do and enjoy, you may open the door and let them walk out or kick them fucking out because you don't need that negativity in your life. It's just, it's too draining and you'll, you won't be able to become the person you're supposed to become. Like, fair enough, we all have a vision in our head of who we want to be and who we want to become. But we all know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking devil's advocate of this. The universe has a better plan for who you are supposed to be. Um, but yeah, that is it. Um, I did put up a poll, not a poll, sorry, a question box on my Instagram story of questions that people may have had and um, topics to cover and stuff like that um, on the podcast today. So I'm just going to briefly run through them because I don't want this episode to be like a big, long episode just a kind of catch up um episode um and yeah just to have the chat I really did just want to connect with just a lot more um and have a bit more interaction so I was actually really happy with the questions I got today and I'm just going to get into answering them now so the first one is what made you start your Reiki journey okay so with Reiki and things like that, Reiki finds you when you need it, okay? And when I think back to when I first, I'm going to say when I first found Reiki, but Reiki found me at the time, was when I was going through a really bad breakup. And I've said this on the podcast before, it's always breakups. It's always breakups and relationships that cause us to heal. And I suppose they are the most earth-shattering things that can happen to you, but like when I look back I'd go through them again if it means I'm being the person or stronger um the str- a stronger person than I am today 100% um <clears throat> but yeah so my Reiki journey started um shortly after a breakup um at the beginning of COVID and I had worked on myself a bit um that's when I started to read books and stuff like that and kind of started developing my mindset becoming a better I suppose wanted to change who I was as a person because I felt like the person I was back then like I had bad habits and things like that and my mindset was off I was always putting myself down I was always being negative and felt like life was against me and I just wanted to I wanted to learn more than what I had learned in school let's say I was on social media at the time and I followed Sinead Hagen and Siobhan O'Hagan and they were, I suppose, my first kind of role models um, with reading. They were reading these books and talking about emotions and the power of now about being present and meditating. And I just kind of started reading the books that they'd been putting up. And then I found my way then with different books. Um, and then I started coaching them with a coach. So a fitness coach in the June of 2020. And he got us into meditating um, just because the importance of stress on the body and stuff like that and like being more reducing stress on the body 
um, because that obviously helped with check-ins and stuff and how the body looked. Um, but that kind of led me on my meditation journey, which then I became friends with the most special and amazing girl ever. She's still my best friend today, Aileen Murphy. She did episode two with me on the podcast. And her mom is actually a Reiki practitioner. And I started getting into meditating and Avian obviously grew up with this um, in her life. So we were just having the chats and stuff like that. And then I think just from talking to different people um, about meditating and Reiki and stuff like that, I was told to follow Liz um, McCormick, which people probably would have heard from um, another podcast. I also did an amazing mentorship with Liz um, just before Christmas there and yeah I just hadn't got a clue what Reiki was hadn't an absolute brace I just heard um it was a healing practice and all I heard was healing and I was like yeah I need that I want it give me it like heal my heart do you know that kind of way um and that was really it like I followed Liz and then booked in with her and I'm not gonna lie I was absolutely shitting myself when I first had my Reiki session done and it wasn't a known thing back then. So this would have been February 2021 I first went to Liz. And I think it was more so after the session when I'd felt a bit more relaxed. She had told me I was a lot more open and connected to spirit than I had thought. Or I was I led myself to believe. And I think that kind of just opened the kind of worms for me. I wanted to know more about it. She was telling me like which chakras are blocked and how to help them and stuff. And at the time I was suffering really bad with my stomach and digestion. And she said my solar plexus and my sacral chakra was blocked. And instantly I was like, right, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to heal it? How do I heal it and stuff? And she told me, um, now I will do, now that I think of it, and I'm after getting into Reiki a little bit more, I do want to do um an episode when I start back up again on basically like explaining what Reiki is, the different chakras and things like that and how to know if they're blocked, how to heal them, things like that. So that will be coming later down the line. But it was just learning about the different things, what the different blockages meant and like, let's say, how our emotions, like suppressed emotions can lead to um, diseases in the body, including issues with your stomach and digestive issues. And I remember that day we had, I told her that day about finding this book um, in Essence. And I was like, I don't know why I was drawn to the book. I was like, but it's about your inner child. I was like, but I love children. So I just said I'd read it. And it was about healing your inner child. It was called Homecoming by John Bradshaw, I think. Um, I'm just trying to look at my bookshelf there, but I can't see it. Um, and yeah, so I told her that. And she was like, you were definitely drawn to the book for a reason. Anyways, she did one of my angel cards and we were having a little chat. And I noticed a card on the floor. And I was like, I don't remember seeing that fall out, Liz. I was like, can we have a look at it? And she picked up the card and it was in the inner child card. So she was like, looked at me. And then she tried to say to me, just like explain that there's no such thing as coincidences. She was like, you picked up that book for a reason. We're after been talking about it. And now you're after getting the inner child card. This is the start of healing your inner child journey. So I've been on that roller coaster of a journey for the last two years. Um, and it has been the most, I don't want to say traumatic because healing your inner child isn't traumatic, but 
there's good and like there's good with the good comes the bad like so there was like really bad days but like the good days were amazing um and yeah that was really it I remember I did angel cards with Avian as well um a week or two before I did my um Reiki session with Liz and three cards popped out I'd never known I'd never done angel cards before never heard of them um and she I was like what do I do she was like just shuffle them and like if a card pops out for you or whatever that's the card that's supposed to come out for you or if you feel called to pick a card out or whatever three cards fell out one was spiritual teacher uh-huh. and when I look back now like how ironic that was absolutely hilarious um I think it was school and something else or protection and at the time I was preparing to go back and be a primary school teacher so that's why I thought that journey was supposed to happen because I got those cards and I was like oh my god it's perfect match or whatever and now that I look back I was like no <laughs> not a chance like spiritual teacher all the way um and then I think from that it was just learning about it myself getting educated on it and following different people on Instagram different podcasts um getting more Reiki sessions done then I was introduced to cacao um which I'll explain now in a minute and Liz had some like online healing uh ceremonies that I went to and yeah just little things like that then um I suppose then last year when I had the interview for my primary school teaching um, now I'd always said like loads of people had said to me oh like would you not do Reiki would you not do Reiki and I was like oh like I'm in the middle of preparing for back and be a primary school teacher like I don't have the time and I just said to myself I was like oh like I'll do it on the side as being a primary school teacher like I'll do it at some stage and then last year before I did the interview to go in and do my master's I had a bit of doubt I was like is this what I want to do like do I really want to go through college for another two years I have like a 15 grand loan on my back that I'll probably be paying for years and whatever I'm like is teaching what I want to do um and it was a big deal and I was like why is this so strong after years of having a security plan of wanting to be a primary school teacher when I say security plan I look back now and was like I stuck to it because it was a plan it made me feel safe it made me see that I had a future and I knew what way my life was going to pan out. And then I just said to myself, I was like, look, you've done the Irish leaving cert. Because um, I just went back to repeat the Irish because you need a seat. Well, in my day, I've done the leaving cert to seat straight. I think it's a H2 now, I think, maybe. I don't know. And I said, I've the exam done. I'll just go do the interview went and did the interview and got the results back and I passed the English with flying colours and it was the Irish part of the exam I failed no shock horror there and they had said and when I say the relief that came over me was huge and I was like oh shit and it was like an unconscious relief so it was like my gut my higher self knew that I wasn't supposed to do it but my conscious walking everyday physical body self was scared because I did not know what was going to come next I did not know what I was going to do I was like have I to wait another year to go and do my next interview again anyways um 
they said to me in it that I could either wait until February because they have a spring and autumn intake, wait until the February and see if I wanted to um just repeat the Irish interview. And straight away, the thought that came to mind was, I just won't tell me my and dad if they said that. And straight away, I was like, no, I was like, it's definitely not for me. The fact that I'm going to lie to my parents about what they said to me in an email, I just knew it wasn't supposed to be. And that was it. I had planned to go to Canada then on a holiday. And I just said it was quite quite stressful because after having a security plan for so long, I was like, shit, what am I going to do with my life now? And in a panic, I was like, oh, yoga came to my head. I'm going to go to Bali. I'm going to do yoga for a month and become a yoga teacher. And I'm going to do Reiki and stuff over there and do this, that and the other. And blah, blah, blah. And I got so stressed out. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm going to Canada on a holiday next week. I'll deal with it when I come back. And when I say, by the time I came back, that plan was gone out the window. And I had courses booked for in Ireland. I had one of them booked by the time I came home from Canada. Um, And that simply is just... I think because I wanted like the full plan set out in my head, whereas taking it day by day and because I had said no and I wasn't going down that primary school teaching um, route, I feel like that was blocking everything else coming to me. And the minute I put that aside, all the other courses start coming to me, all the other ideas and opportunities start coming to me. And it just opened a new door and everything just came flooding in as to where I was going to go, what I was going to do when I let the fear go. Like the fear is always going to be there, but once you lean in and trust it, that it's going to work out. And don't get me wrong, that is a very fucking hard thing to do. Just because I did it in that moment doesn't mean I'm not riddled with it now. Like, you know, like I'm finding it hard now going on to my next journey because I haven't got a clue what Canada is going to bring to me now that I just need to trust it. Um. So, yeah, I came back from Canada then and that was really it. I just did it now. I more so was doing it for connection to myself. So that's the difference between Reiki 1 and Reiki Reiki Level 1 and Reiki Level 2. Reiki Level 1 is all about connection to self and like you work through your limiting beliefs in that one. And then Reiki Level 2 is where you can then start bringing it out to the wider public. And this is the one where you can start charging on and things like that. Because you're holding a lot more space and other people's energies with Level 2 as well. And that was really it. Like... So basically what led me, in a a nutshell, what led me to my own, to my Reiki journey was one, the breakup, but two, it was learning about myself through Reiki, through meditation, through these different energy and healing modalities. And I was like, oh no, I want to go down this path. And that was really it then. Um, So yeah, that was a very long-winded answer, but in a nutshell, um, I needed to explain the series of events that happened along the way. Um, the next question, can you tell us more about cacao? Of course I can. So cacao is a plant medicine. And when I say plant medicine, it is not a psychedelic. So you don't see things with it. Um, I describe it as a heart opener. So what it basically does is it's like a chocolate drink that ha- that has these different properties in it that help you drop from your head into your heart and into your body. So we can spend a lot of our time overthinking things rationalizing um emotions situations and things like that and the brain isn't made to do that like 
it's just not able to rationalize and it's not what's the word i'm looking for it's not don't know i can't think of the word but it's basically not built that way to rationalize all these things it's not smart enough um hence why we can use cacao now I will bring out another episode on what cacao is in itself because that can be a very long um, episode and I can make it a bit more detailed. But it basically opens up the heart um, and allows you to feel from your body more, drop into your body. Um, and it can help you with dipping into your feminine energy a bit more. Um, it also can help with bringing up uh, suppressed emotions that can help you heal and obviously become like a more healed version of yourself. Um, a lot of people use it with yoga and meditation. And when it's mixed with those two, it's absolutely incredible. There is different properties in it. So there's magnesium. There's, oh, I'm so bad at the uh, pronunciation it is. So there's magnesium, which is obviously that can help with stress and relaxation. There is phenylethamine, I think. Um, and adenamine as well and these are the kind of bliss um they help you feel the bliss and like I describe cacao as like a hug in a mug um and yeah so like when I record a podcast sometimes I will have a smaller no not a ceremonial dose um I will have a smaller dose of like 20 20 to 28 grams and that can help me just get into my more creative side um but yeah I describe it as a hug in a mug a lot of people can use it as like when I say a crutch because it has that property in it that makes you feel blissful and love and joyful a lot of people think oh my god yes this is amazing blah 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 but it's not the cacao that should be doing that to you you should be able to find that in yourself Hence why it can be quite bad to have it all the time. Um, hence why I've had a bit of a break from it now. Because I did do my course um, on it back before Christmas. And I'd learned a lot. A lot came up. And I'm trying to integrate that now. Um, and I am starting to feel called back to it again. I feel it could help me and support me on my journey. On my solo travel as well. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. It's a plant medicine. Um it can has it's known as one of the biggest body detoxifiers as well so it's amazing for detoxing the body it has a lot of healthy benefits for your body like magnesium um it can help heal trauma and well not heal it as such can help bring up the emotions that were suppressed during traumatic events um to help heal them but the thing is you work with the cacao and the cacao works with you so although it may bring up the emotion, you can deal with it at your own pace. But if you suppress it again, it'll just bring it back up 10 times stronger. So that's the thing you need to be careful with. I will do another episode on cacao itself because there's a lot to go in. There's a lot that can go into it. I do plan to hold some ceremonies as well. Um, so for anyone listening that does want to get into it, if you buy a block, let me know. And then I can start holding ceremonies then um i can do them online when i'm in canada as well um and if you're listening to this and you live in canada i will be planning on doing some cacao ceremonies on the beach as well some days as well i say as well a lot fucking hell 
Um, but yeah, I hope that answered your question because there's a lot more into it as to what it is and what it can do. Um, and I just don't want to overpower this episode. Um, I do actually have a reel on my Instagram, Lauren Redmond underscore, um, of what cacao is as well. If you want to have a look at that, um, that would be really helpful as well. I'll go into a little bit more detail on that one. Next question. Um, what have been some of your proudest moments this year? Oh, okay. This year as in 2023 or from this time last year? I'm going to do from this time last year because obviously the start of 2023 links into that as well. So I'd say possibly going on my first solo trip over to London um, this time last year. I went on a day trip for 24 hours and did it myself for myself. I think at the time I was trying to prove to myself that I didn't need anyone to go on holidays because growing up, anyone that was the same age as me was going on holidays, but they always went with their boyfriends or like their friends. And sometimes like a lot of my friends, well, not a lot, all of my friends growing up were with their boyfriends. They weren't going on two holidays. And I was like, oh, have I to wait till I get a boyfriend to go on holiday now? Whereas I kind of wanted to, get rid of that belief and just go and do it myself which I don't need anyone to go on holidays um now that I look back I was heavily in my masculine energy um back then but it did prove to myself that I don't need not that I don't need anyone because that's a very masculine statement to say but it's like if I wanted to go on holidays myself I could or if I wanted to visit a place, I don't need to wait on someone else to be going for me to go. Um, another moment I'd say is definitely bringing out this podcast. Like this time last year, the fear of God was in me bringing this out. I didn't know where the podcast was going. I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I did have ideas of guests and stuff like that, but I didn't think then I'd be doing meditations on it. I'd still be here a year later recording um which is exciting and it's good to see um another one is when I decided obviously I wasn't going to go and pursue the primary school teaching career and I was actually going to step fully into my purpose and um do all that I've done so far so Reiki, cacao. I am in the middle of my yoga course now at the moment as well for yin yoga and god knows whatever else is going to come down the line um yeah and another one obviously is solo traveling to Canada by myself so like I've literally jumped into space of what April May June July well three months I'd say from doing a solo trip an hour away to doing a full like what eight or nine hour trip across the world and um, yeah that was a big step and I suppose the big one, the big, big, big one, um, deciding to move across the country by myself. Although there's people in there's people in Ireland that I love, like really love. I'm not saying I'm leaving them behind, but I'm just going to do my thing and follow my dreams. 
and coming back then I suppose to friends and family and stuff like that um because I know me a few years ago wouldn't have done that if I was comfortable um I know for a fact if I was in a relationship I'd be like no I'm happy where I am I'm gonna stay whereas I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone I'm going across the world to I suppose have a different way of life for a bit like I feel in Ireland you can make like you can feel like you're on a hamster wheel a lot and yeah I know it's about making your own hamster wheel interesting and stuff but it's very hard um to make it interesting in Ireland and maybe that's just me seeing things as black and white but yeah um so that's a proud moment for me is I suppose following my dreams um being selfish while being selfless as well um but also knowing in the back of my head that the people that I am no I'm not saying leaving in Ireland but the people that are still going to be here and aren't coming with me um are supporting me along the way and are cheering me on in the background um so that helps a big a big bit as well um but they know themselves that I'll be home um so yeah and actually of course like I'm sitting here and there's one big thing as well joining rugby lads where in the name of god like would you ever see me playing rugby like fucking hell I, I never thought I'd see myself playing the contact sport the most contact sport I've ever played is basketball and that's not even that much contact like oh just the things rugby does to you in terms of when you make your first tackle, when you get your first try, which I got mine last week. Ooh, I was buzzing. <laughs> Not gonna lie, lads, I manifested it. I manifested the shit out of that. Um, and yeah, just I suppose like my best friend Lauren, I met in Canada when I was away that time, and I she got me into the rugby. But then the people I've met throughout the rugby and the lessons I've learned and like yeah it's just it's been amazing um that's one thing I wouldn't regret I'll definitely be back to the club when I'm home um I have a rugby team lined up when I go to Canada as well like what the hell I never thought I'd see um myself going abroad to play rugby as well um so yeah I suppose they are my proudest moments that I could think of um and it's mad because just as I was saying these, I'm like, Jesus, I've a lot of moments to be proud of in the last year. Whereas a lot of people could turn around and sh- straight away and say, oh no, like, I have no proud moments. Like another one's coming to me here, like repairing my relationship with food and not tracking. Like the things that you're proud of in your life don't have to be these big things. They can be small. Like, and this is one thing that came up in my Reiki course over the weekend taking note of where you are compared to where you were like even if that means you read four books this year compared to zero last year that's something to be proud of or let's say you had a fitness goal of like walking ten thousand steps a day compared to not get not doing any walks like although it's quite small it's something to be proud of you're bettering yourself you're doing something for your mental health your physical health like your emotional health then they're all linked together there's so many things that you could be proud of 
getting up, let's say, a half an hour earlier just to bring the dog on a walk. Like, do you know what I mean? It's all about your perspective on things. You don't have to wait for the big moments in life to be proud of yourself. Like, 100% not. Okay, I think I have one more question. Um, what would you say to the Lauren who started the podcast last year? Oh, I like this one. Um, I would say keep going. Um, just keep going and taking small steps each day to get you where you want to be. Um, I feel when I think back to starting this podcast, I had guests lined up that I wanted to bring on. Some I did get on, some I didn't. But now a year later, I don't think I was supposed to have many guests on this podcast. When I think of the name of the podcast, the Grow Through What You Go Through podcast, and a year later after learning more about myself, I can see that my purpose is to share and teach people through the experiences I've been through and that I've grown through. And when I think back, that is one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. And that's one of the main reasons why I started talking on my Instagram stories and sharing things is because when I started learning, I wanted to help others. I wanted to teach others. And yeah, just keep going. Like I can pin that back down to my situation with teaching. And when I didn't, when I decided not to go ahead with the primary school teaching, then the big plan, and I'm using air quotes here, the big plan I had to do, go to Bali and do all my healing stuff over there to then a few weeks later come back from Canada and be like, no, that's not what I'm doing. You know, it's just to take the small little actionable steps um, every day rather than, and just keep going. There will be days that you that are tough, that you feel like you're not going to get there or you might get a little small setback and you feel like it's all over. Because trust me, I've had all the setbacks you could think of. Um, but it's just having faith and trusting yourself that it will work out how it's supposed to. Like this time last year, if I'd have thought I was going to fail the Irish and not get in, I'd have been absolutely heartbroken. But now, if I did, it was always meant to be. So yeah, that's all I'd say. It's just keep going. Believe in yourself. Have faith and trust that you will end up where you need to be with the people you're supposed to be with. And always, and I mean always, trust your gut. So, yeah, that's all I have for today. Um, I just wanted really to touch base and just to have like a little podcast out for my birthday tomorrow. Um or today, if you're listening today. Um, I do have a very special and important announcement tomorrow, um, which I will be releasing at 6pm. So if you're listening before then, please tune in and you'll see, without me saying too much, you'll see what it is. Um, but yeah, I love you all so, so much. Um, I'm always grateful and appreciative of the support and feedback I get from the podcasts. I will be back soon. I think I'm going to wait till I get over to Canada. Um, I feel I'll have a lot more to share when I go over after settling in, trying to make new friends, 
I'll start doing podcasts about like Reiki and cacao and chakras and stuff like that. Um, just the next few weeks are going to be busy with trying to get myself sorted and things like that. So I won't have the time. And like I said, I don't want to put out pointless episodes just for the sake of having an episode out each week. I'm not about that life. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening.